the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Your daily source for in-depth business and investing news. We are Business 1440. KYCR, Golden Valley. A service of Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. President Trump signaling that he is not inclined to authorize an immediate military strike on Iran. In response to the attacks on the Saudi oil industry, he says showing restraint shows far more strength. The president is set to meet with the leader of Ukraine at next week's U.N. General Assembly. Here's White House correspondent Greg Cluxton. News of the upcoming meeting comes amid a blow-up here in Washington about a whistleblower's complaint that alleges wrongdoing in a private conversation Mr. Trump had with a foreign leader, reportedly Ukraine's president. President Trump dismissed the complaint as partisan. Separately, Democrats are looking into whether Trump lawyer Rudy Giuliani has pressured Ukraine to investigate the activities of Joe Biden's son, who worked for a Ukrainian gas company. It's White House correspondent Greg Cluxton on Wall Street. The Dow was down 159 points Friday. Oil prices off four cents a barrel. This is SRN News. Like the rest of us, you're probably tired of all those annoying sales calls to your home telephone number. Now, there's a solution. OurOldNumber.com will block those pesky robocalls from getting through. And most live sales calls will hang up. So how does it work? Callers to your home telephone number will hear a personalized greeting from you. The caller selects the family member they wish to reach, and the call is immediately forwarded on to the family member's cell phone. There's no equipment to buy. There's nothing to install. No long-term contracts. It's still your phone number and remains in directory assistance. The service is only $9.99 per month, and you can eliminate your landline connection and save money. Now, calls to your home phone number can reach any member of the family wherever they are and get rid of those annoying sales calls. OurOldNumber.com. It's just $9.99 per month. Go to OurOldNumber.com to learn how you can get started blocking sales calls today. That's OurOldNumber.com. OurOldNumber.com. You'll be glad you did. Guys, waking up over and over to urinate is not okay. But now you can reduce those nighttime bathroom trips with the ingredients in Super Beta Prostate P3 Advanced. We're talking about less urges to urinate at night, less bathroom trips during the day, and better bladder emptying. It's like taking three prostate supplements in one. You can try a full 30-day bottle of P3 Advanced, free. Just pay shipping and handling. No strings attached, no obligations, and no commitments to buy. This is a 30-day supply, absolutely free. Call 1-800-424-7126. Superbeta Prostate is the best-selling brand in major retailers like Walmart. But for this no-strings-attached free bottle, you must call now. Call 1-800-424-7126. Don't miss out on this unprecedented free offer. 1-800-424-7126. 1-800-424-7126. The following program was pre-recorded and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. 
The Wall Street Business Network is on the air. I'm excited. This economy is on fire. It's the King Banyan Show. Let me emphasize that correlation is not causation. As an educator and former legislator, Professor Banyan steps out of the classroom and onto the airwaves to break down the local and national economic news that matters to you. Unemployment is low because everyone has two jobs. Please bring on the recession. It's the King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Now, here's King Banyan. Welcome back, King Banyan Show. Business 1440 on a job Saturday. Yes, it's the jobs report week. We always look forward to that because we love to dig deep into these data and tell you everything that's going on. Also, we had uh, a couple speeches. Gosh, actually, there was just a lot. If you follow the Federal Reserve, it was a it was a rich environment of speeches, but uh, capped off by uh, by uh, Chair Powell being in Zurich at the Swiss National Bank uh, and uh, answering questions from. some of its people. Um, I had the pleasure on Wednesday of interviewing uh, Neil Kashkari, not interviewing, but moderating a conversation with Neil Kashkari, but a little bit of interview. I got to stick a few questions of my own in. Um, we're not going to play any of that for you just because it's Job Saturday. We'll just save some of that. We'll save some of those things for next week. And frankly, uh, the information shared by uh, by shared by uh, Jay Powell yesterday probably should dominate what we heard from any of the Fed governors uh, to do that. But first of all, and importantly, the jobs report is once more, it's, um, we'll we'll hear a phrase, I think, in one of the clips we have today, of it's a choose-your-own-adventure kind of um, uh, jobs report. If you want to find something wrong with it, it wasn't hard. The press, okay, because it turned out President Trump had tweeted about how awesome the jobs report is the day before the jobs report is put out. That is an absolute no-no, okay? Does he see the report before it goes out? According to most observers, I and I don't know this to be definitively true, but in order that they can be prepared to have the press people out, so that... So that they can prepare talking points for Larry Kudlow, whoever they send out from the from the White House to discuss the jobs report Friday morning. They've got an advanced copy that's embargoed, but they would receive it sometime Thursday afternoon. But he was tweeting about it Thursday morning. And so I will say it is it is very unlikely that he had actually seen the report before he tweeted about it. It doesn't mean he's wrong. It also means that there's a that you can stop the conspiracy theory that somehow BLS was giving uh, the president an extra early peek at good jobs numbers. A, they don't do that. There's no. It, there's come on. There, if this is this had happened, I'm quite certain we would have heard about it some way somehow. That did not happen. And secondly. If he was talking about the jobs number, he probably was talking, everyone's saying, but he's wrong. He didn't talk about the jobs number. 
At 130,000, uh, at 130,000, the payroll number was below the Wall Street expectation, which was somewhere in the 150s. Um, and that 130 number included, as I've mentioned uh, last week on the show, um, included t- census workers. So there are 25,000 new jobs created for people who are going to work on the census. They will work through next April, and by May they'll start to let they'll start to unemploy them. Now, because they're using better techniques, the bump in census hiring will be smaller than we would normally see, than we've seen in other census years. So usually, again, it begins in the latter half of the of the ninth year of the decade, okay, 2019. And yes, for me, the decade begins with, with 2011, not 2010. 2010 was the end of the previous decade. And then, and then in 2020, you'll be at peak census workers for about four months, and then they'll start to, they'll start to uh, let them, let them go and and run off, uh, and that will continue probably through a about September of 2020. And so we will make sure that we're talking about it in both directions. If we're going to say somehow that, that and I, I hate this language, that somehow presidents get credit for good economic numbers and blame for bad economic numbers, they have very, very little to do with it. But you know that a lot of the talk about, well, it included 25,000 census workers. This is something that most of the financial press would not pay attention to unless they thought it would help a story, that the, a narrative that they are already trying to tell. Then the narrative that's out there, this is not an anti-Trump narrative per se, although it's not helpful to his, to his case for re-election. But the narrative out there is the economy's weak. And so if you can take the 130 number and then shave off 25 more from that so that you already had a drop and now you're going to take that out so you're down to 105x census, now you can really tell your story. Okay, there were additional public sector jobs out there. So on the private sector numbers, they were, uh, they were much worse than we, than we had expected that ni- at 96,000 jobs. And the July number was revised down on private sector by an additional 17,000 jobs. So if you wanted to do the, the man, the economy's kind of weak, I don't see much out there, it's not going well, you could, you could say that. You could have said that. Um, and, and, and I think that that's in, in I think that's in fact uh, uh, kind of what what happened in the uh, in the information yesterday. Indeed, let me play a clip. This was from yesterday here on Business fourteen forty, where you're listening to the King Banyan Show right now. But yesterday on Bloomberg Markets, that you also can hear here on fourteen forty, you would have you would have heard this this comment from um, from uh, Vince Signorella. He is a he is a, a reporter for for Bloomberg. And uh, he had this to play. This is cut number seven. Uh, uh, I, I think this is right. This is cut number seven, uh, Andrew. 
Well, I'll tell you, Larry is right, and he's stealing my thunder, the rat. I wrote about this about seven years ago when I was with the Wall Street Journal. <laughs> August is a, a seasonally adjusted month. Um, it often is revised higher. Last year in 2018, the number was a blowout, like 280-something, and then September was revised lower. So you, you kind of look at the August jobs data, and you treat it like figure skating. You throw out the high and the low, and, and you get somewhere of an average over the summer. So that's and that's basically where this this is. Uh, it it that number is always got some fluctuation to it. And 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 the Larry he's referring to is of course Larry Kudlow. I'll play I'll play a little bit of that. That uh, that will be in a clip that I'll play later. You'll hear it uh, in the probably in the next segment. But uh, Larry, of course, was out doing the full tour. We've got cuts of him both from uh, both from CNBC and I believe from Bloomberg. Uh, Bloomberg Television uh, yesterday out talking about it, and we'll play those. But if you're going to go dig around in that information, let me let me let me just point out to you in the establishment data, 130 with 96 was on the on that on the uh, private sector numbers. The almost all of the change that you saw though was it was very interesting to me, in insofar as that's uh, t- you had a gain of twelve thousand in the goods producing sector with construction ex- uh, construction up fourteen thousand and interestingly manufacturing where everyone's talking about we're in a manufacturing recession they revised the July number to still a positive four thousand jobs and August preliminary number was at three thousand jobs so there's still a very small gain in that number. Okay, excuse me. Uh, in, uh, that's in non-drills. I'm reading the right. I'm reading the wrong number. No, I am reading the right number. Um, Four thousand and three thousand. That's correct. Um, so, and indeed, the goods-producing sector actually went up. So, if you dig around in this thing, the goods-producing sector, which has been you know, subject to lots of press, the ISM reports, purchasing manager indices. Um, these other these other markers of industrial production, which have all been pointing negative, actually the employment numbers out yesterday were in a positive direction. So it's kind of odd. Where you saw the declines was in retail trade down eleven thousand workers. Uh, temporary help services were up fifteen thousand, which is often a, 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 a bullish indicator because temporary workers frequently can become permanent workers later on. That might be some of the pickup that's in hiring that's happening as well. Uh, but you, you, where you see the negative numbers are are in are sort of broad variety of, uh, of areas, but particularly in the education sector. In it, and this is where that seasonally adjust seasonal adjustment thing that Signorella talked about really happens. You have teachers who leave teaching for the summer and then they come back and they frequently come back in august or they come back in september and it's always a little weird about how it is that they they come back on so the way in which you have to do that because you're you're measuring that number in a week before the start of the new school year depending on on the on the relation of the of that week to the week that starts the school year you can't be sure when those teachers come back on. So that's part of the number that's going to get revised. And 
we'll have to see what happens we'll, we'll see we'll have to see what happens in that in that number going forward but i'll just put it to you this way for the most part the payroll report soft but we expected it to be soft it is soft in places that are in more low-paying jobs and in the places where we thought there'd be softness in good-paying jobs in the goods-producing sector, it wasn't soft. So maybe it wasn't as bad as, you, as we thought it was. We'll talk more about that right after this. Oh my goodness, he found the sunny right away here on the King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Once upon a time, many years ago, customers would find your business with this big, thick book full of phone numbers and competitors' phone numbers. It was a heavy, cumbersome, yellowish-looking thing. I believe they called it a phone book. You'd place your ad in the book and hope customers would call. Hello? We've come a long way. Now, there's Salem Surround. We help deliver customers right to your front door with targeted digital marketing. These are the tools of the 21st century smart businesses use to succeed. And our team at Salem Surround can guide you through all the available options with the expertise to manage all your digital marketing under one roof so you can spend time taking care of your customers. Get started with a free evaluation of your digital presence and some great ideas to increase your online visibility and revenue. With Salem Surround, there are no limitations on how and where you can reach customers. Total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more at surroundmsp.com. Surroundmsp.com. Connecting you with new customers. Students come to Online Trading Academy for many reasons. Some love their jobs but don't make enough money to live the life they dream about. Some aren't happy with their job and hope for something better. And others invest and trade but just need a better path to improve their returns. We even have students who have never invested or traded before, and they might not even know a stock from a rock, but dream of having extra income. There are better income opportunities than trading your time for money. It's time to learn those skills. Join us at Online Trading Academy so we can show you the path to your financial freedom. Attend a free investing class near you. Call now, 952-814-4410, Again, 952-814-4410 or go to learnwithota.com. Again, learnwithota.com. Online Trading Academy Radio. Did you know my mom's going to have a baby? She is. Will it be a boy? Or will it be a girl? We don't know yet, but we heard the heartbeat, and my dad said this is going to be someone very special. You mean like being a president? Or maybe a doctor? Well, probably maybe like a singer or dancer, I think. Hello, my name is Marianne Kuharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. We know that every baby is a miracle and has the potential to do great things. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives or assistance or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. Join us on the first Saturday of every month for Jobs Saturday, right here on the King Banyan Show. 
Welcome back, King Banyan Show. I was talking, I think I talked about this on the show last week, but I was talking with uh, my uh, with Andrew, and I think I was talking with you. I think I talked about it on the air. There's a documentary of Blue Note Records that's out, which I think is a celebration of their 80th year. So they started in 1930, they started in 1939, but basically to preserve a lot of the jazz in that post-war era, and... And uh, there was a little scene in, in it which had Sonny Rollins in it. I mentioned it to uh, Andrew, and of course he's playing it. So thank you for that, Andrew. Hey, want to remind you that on uh, September 24th, you can join uh, our sister station, AM 12A, The Patriot, uh, welcoming best-selling author Michelle Malkin to the Twin Cities at the Ames Center down in Burnsville. She'll be discussing her brand new book, Open Borders Incorporated, Who's Funding America's Destruction, which hits bookshelves right about now. In her book, Michelle follows the money and teaches us how to, how, just how powerful special interest groups are keeping our country's borders open. Okay, and, and she's going to basically talk about immigration more generally. I just checked. There's like three elite VIP seats where you can get a meet and greet with her beforehand. Um, there are like three slots left as I looked at the ticket at the ticketing page for that. So if you're gonna if you're gonna want to get a chance to meet her, you better get on that soon or you're gonna miss it. Okay, but there's still seats available and seats uh, seats in the balcony are only gonna cost you twelve dollars and eighty cents. Okay, just like just like AM twelve eighty the Patriot. So you just want to go to go to our page at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com, click on the banner that shows you uh, Michelle Malkin, and uh, go forth and get your tickets. Thank you. Thank you so much for doing that. 651-289-4477, the number to call with questions and comments. We are live today. 651-289-4477. Of course, live means that it's Saturday between 9 and 11. If you're listening to us on Sunday morning, I'm on the golf course. Sorry. Uh... <laughs> It is Job Saturday here on the King Dane Show, and uh, and a lot uh, as as we we were ta- outlining the the payroll side of the jobs report. There actually is uh, in the jobs report, I think, pretty good news. I see somewhat of this rotation. It's really interesting. If you look at the at some of the data on output and demand measures using like the the. ISM measures for from the purchasing managers and so forth, you would get from that uh, information that says that says uh, that the manufacturing sector and more generally the goods producing sector are in decline. But as you look at these data, you still see those those sectors rising, and where the declines have happened have been in more in in areas where. Where the jobs are a little more low-paying, like in leisure and hospitality, it, it lost three thousand jobs in July. It actually gained back twelve thousand in August, which, which, which uh, it works in the opposite direction of where I'm saying. But for example, retail tr- trade down twelve thousand jobs in June, down fifty-one hundred jobs in July, preliminarily eleven thousand one hundred jobs in August. And if I look at the, uh, and if I look across at the at the at the diffusion index in manufacturing, even though it's decelerating, the diffusion index is just measuring the number of industries where employment is increasing less than uh, as a share of all of those industries. We're still at 51.3%. So you still have more than half of manufacturers 
producing, but that number has gone from about 60% two months ago to that 51.3 number today. Overall, from 60% for all private sector uh, industries, not manufacturing and non-manufacturing, it's gone from about 60% to 53.5%. So some additional sectors have been in decline over the last two months. But we're not yet at a number where that's dropping. When that starts to drop into the 40s, now you're concerned that whatever growth we're seeing is in a smaller and smaller sector and more sectors are rolling over. And there is a tendency, there is a a positive correlation or co-movement. Industries move up and down together. Okay, so we're watching that number. The other areas where you're seeing some, some nice increases... Weekly payroll numbers were up seven tenths percent. Weekly hourly earnings up four tenths of percent, and important and importantly, average hourly earnings were up eleven cents. Okay, that puts an annual rate of growth to wages of three point two percent. And in a world where we're not seeing what that means is, and this is sustainable because. In a world where we've got about one and a half percent inflation, we've got three point two percent. 3.2% wage growth, that means you can afford this as long as your productivity growth is at between 155 and 2%. The exact number be 1.7, but somewhere in that area, right? And that right is where productivity is right now. Productivity is growing in that 1.5 range, which if it sustains at that number, is a pretty healthy productivity growth rate. We would like that to be over 2, but at 1.5, it's not bad at all. And it means it means something very interesting. And 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 I was uh, chatting on Facebook with a uh, colleague of mine, uh, one of my one of my other faculty here in the economics department at St. Cloud State, and we're having a bit of an argument about whether or not you can actually have um, whether or not you can actually have an inverted yield curve that doesn't nec- that doesn't mean a recession is happening. And I was reading something that was very interesting because it was from the San Francisco Federal Reserve and was pointed to by John Cochran, who, if you listen to the show regularly, I quote him pretty regularly. He's, a, he's an economist at the Booth School uh, and, and at, the, in, at the University of Chicago and a fellow at the uh, Hoover Institute out at Stanford. Um, and what they point out is that at points in time when the supply of when the supply side of the economy is growing rapidly, you would expect people to forecast disinflation or slight or maybe even a slight deflation, and that would tip the yield curve without necessarily meaning that you're heading into a recession, or at least it would be. So, so there's two ways in which a yield curve could drop. One of them could be that that you've tightened up the supply of credit so much that short rates have gone up faster than long rates have gone up, uh, and that's usually a sign that we're going to tip over because because demand has been constrained. Demand, but the question is: Is demand constrained in the economy, or is supply growing rapidly? And is that what's holding down prices? And if it is holding down prices and supply is growing, productivity is growing, technology is growing, it may be the case that prices would be naturally forecast to decline or at least to grow very slowly in the long run, and you could get a somewhat inverted yield curve. Now, 
I will say one more time, because everyone thinks when I say this, you can go back and find times when you've had this happen without an inversion of the yield curve. The problem is to go find those, you have to go back to the 19th century. I've just put. I, I've just purchased and started to started to at least uh, 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 peruse um, uh, a book, uh, a, a very famous book on the history of interest rates, and this one goes all the way back to Mesopotamia. All right. I mean, I'm I'm reading things. You know, I'm reading you know prehistory uh, and and interest rates, uh, written by Scylla and Jones. I, I can tweet to you the uh, the the. Uh, a link to the Amazon for this. It's a, it is an old book that's been been now in its fourth edition, but it was originally written in the 1960s. And I read it while I was in graduate school. I put it aside after, and it would have been in second edition by then. But when I saw that there had been a fourth edition put out that had actually incorporated the Great Recession of 2008, it's like maybe I should go get that and since it's not going to be in my library here at the university I said I'll just put it on my shelf so now we have it okay. this might be a supply side lead, lead expansion maybe it's happening without seeing that big uptick in investment that we were looking for from from the tax cut maybe it's happening somewhat more organically than being generated that way now having said those things I point out average weekly earnings up a, a nice and healthy six dollars and fifty eight cents. That's about that's about a four and a half percent gain. If you look at production workers, their average hourly earnings went up three and a half percent year over year through August. These data are quite quite strong. So I understand the anomaly that people are talking about of what they what they see being being in here. And you still will get commentaries like this. Let's go ahead. This is Tad Ravel from TCW, an investment house uh, in in Wall Street. Uh, he was on Bloomberg Radio yesterday here on on Business fourteen forty. This is cut number ten. Treasuries. I thought it was a weak report. Actually, I think that um, uh, when you look at the year over year change in the uh, actual non-farm payroll numbers, the number of people at work, it's at the lowest growth rate since I think maybe 2011. It was rising something like 1.3% on a year-over-year basis. Very disappointing. It's possible, of course, that it could get revised, but notwithstanding that, I think it, it's actually pretty clear that the jobs market has slowed down quite a bit. And I, So he may say that, and yet how is it we can end up with a household survey where the labor force participation rate grew to the highest rate since 2013 and the employment to population ratio is now at the highest rate since 2008? Answers to that coming up right after this. You are listening to The King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Something you need to know about Pete and Seth Talbot, the father-son owners. They're on a mission to help as many people as possible to get out of pain. They've been a consistent sponsor of this show. In radio, sponsors come and go. They, they may even stay for a year or so. And then they're gone. Not so with Relief Factor. Pete and Seth are consistent year after year. 
Why? Because tens of thousands of people are now taking Relief Factor every day for their back and neck pain, shoulder pain, hip pain, knee pain, etc. And now they're in less or no pain at all. That's the truth. I'd like you to try it. Three-week quick start is just $19.95. In three weeks, you'll know if it works. How's that? Is that a great thing or what? Cancel if it doesn't work. Otherwise, it's the best $19.95 you will have spent. That's the quick start, relieffactor.com. We've all had the talk. There's differing opinions on when it's the right time to have the talk. Disagreements about the best way to approach it and places it's inappropriate to have the discussion. There's even people who will avoid the conversation at all costs, despite its importance. We're talking, of course, about immigration reform and the border crisis. Oh, that's what you meant. The hot topic that's being discussed around water coolers and dinner tables across the country. Plus, it's a key factor in the 2020 elections. That's why Business 1440 supports an evening with Michelle Malkin on Tuesday the 24th. Get your tickets at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. Then bring a friend who's seeking to better understand this challenging topic. Remember, only elite VIP ticket holders get meet and greet access and a photo with Michelle. So get yours before they're gone at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. This event is supported by Serenity Home Interiors. It may not require a textbook, but it's filled with valuable lessons. It may not take place in a classroom, but it's an ideal environment for learning. It may not involve a diploma, but it can help prepare Minnesota's young people for life. It's high school sports. High school sports can play a critical role in a student's overall education. In fact, studies show that students that participate in high school sports are more likely to enjoy greater levels of achievement in their academic lives. If you think high school sports are only about competition, think again. Better yet, think about attending a high school sporting event in your community. You'll be amazed by what you see. High school sports, a winning part of a complete education. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. Now, back to the King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Welcome back, King Banyan Show. Business 1440. That's nice. By the way, just as a, a, a note here, um, we'll have to do it at the end, but just in case. So you can send out a quick message uh, to us on Twitter at Pound KBRS. Andrew will be leaving us uh, this week and uh, going on to uh, bigger, better things. And um, we, we say a, fair, a fond farewell to him of all the producers I've had. He's the one that likes jazz the best. Um, this is an appreciated uh, uh, talent. Uh, here on the on the King Banyan Show, so thank you, thank you, Andrew. We'll 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 do a more proper goodbye here at the end of the show today. Six five one two eight nine four four seven seven number to call. By the way, I just have to ask this. I was in a uh, I, I went to a an, an event for a local business development group that had just recently helped uh, an area an area business that uh, is a distributor of um, of uh, beer, wine, etc., uh, 
with build out a new warehouse. So they set this event in this warehouse. And I see these pallets upon pallets, like stacked on top of each other, of hard seltzer. And I'm thinking to myself, who on earth is drinking that, and why do they have so much of this? this is, is this where they put the stuff that won't sell? Because, because boys and girls, I've tried hard seltzer. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Not a fan. Not a fan at all. Okay. If I want something that's like that, I tell you what I get. There's a, there's this there's this lovely seltzer water, not hard, okay, at uh, at your local uh, and I think I'm allowed to mention the company uh, at your local Trader Joe's that contains uh, ginger and lime juice, zero calorie, and about as refreshing as refreshing can be. Okay, it's my jam when I when I'm looking for a seltzer, that's what I want. But listen to this. This is from uh, Morning Consult Brand Intelligence. Uh, data Tracking data finds that the share of consumers who know about White Claw, which was the stuff that was in this, this, this uh, place, is why it triggered me, has doubled in the last year from 20 to 40%. 51% of 21 to 29-year-olds are now aware of the brand. Okay? These are the people who are going to pay your Social Security. Just saying. 651-289-4477. White Claw users, you go to the back of the line. Uh, we're talking about the job support here on the show. And we're, we're looking at, we and we're making this transition. Because we've given the job support, which, again, no doubt the top, the, the top line number is a disappointment. It's below what we thought. There was weakness in some places. As you heard, as you heard said, those numbers can be bouncy and so forth. However, if you look at the if you look at the household survey, and remember, right? There's always two surveys in the jobs report. My regular listeners are used to me saying this once a month. So here's your monthly warning. <coughs> the jobs report is two, two, two surveys in one. And one of those one of those surveys is the payroll survey, which we've we're now done with, and now we're doing the household survey. And the household survey is where we get the unemployment rate from, three point seven percent. You'd say, okay, well, uh, probably just a rounding area. What's bad? But then you look then you look under the hood, and you say, oh wait, the civilian labor force rose five hundred and seventy one thousand persons in the month. Now, very possibly, very possibly. This is a one-off thing, right? And it can reverse. We always want to be careful about that. The number of people employed, up 590,000. And even the naysayers are like, well, we don't know why that happened. Maybe it's going to reverse next month. Yep, it might. But what if it was real? What if the number of people in the labor f- that were in the labor force actually jumped to buy up to 632 which again, the highest number since 2013. What if the pop employment to population ratio, which is a number that I always point to because it's the number you can least skew, rose to 60.9, the highest level we've seen since two, December 2008, at the beginning of at, at the beginning of the recession. Well, it's not beginning of recession, but but six months into the recession, so we're almost back almost back to the numbers we had before the Great Recession. What if that, what if that was true? 
number of people actually employed. Despite the fact that 571,000 people joined the workforce, 19,000 fewer people unemployed in August than in, than in July. Is that a rounding error? Is that statistical noise? Yeah, very possibly so. But what if that was true? It's just really, really interesting. As you, as you look to see where these folks are coming from, this was interesting to me. Where they might be going is that many of them may, in fact, be engaged in part-time work. The number of people working part-time jumped 397,000 ju- workers to a level of about 4.3 million. So that's almost, that's about an 8 9% increase in that number. That's really a, a very large increase. And the number saying that because of slack work conditions, slack business conditions, uh, is up even a, a great, on percentage terms, even greater, 293,000 jobs for a number that's at 2.7. Okay, so as you look at those data and say what, what happened there, what happened inside that, you would have to say, that there was a number, there were new people entering the workforce. There were people who were, and those who entered the workforce were finding jobs. But it's possibly true that many of them who found jobs took part-time jobs rather than full-time jobs. Remember, you say, well, that's the census workers. That number is only 25,000, so that's not just census workers. That's a fraction of that number. So it can't be that. And that's the number that the people who liked this report just just jumped right on, um, just jumped right on uh, ye- uh, yesterday. Let me uh, let me start with uh, let's start with uh, this. Mitchburg wannabe Jim Kramer. Okay, he's trying to look like Mitch. He's trying to sound like Mitch. He can't quite get the New York out of his voice, but he's really working it. Okay. Larry Kudlow stops by CNBC, or he doesn't actually go to CNBC. He's sitting in, he's sitting somewhere inside with the with the uh, with the green screen behind him, and the green screen's portraying a a nice leafy picture uh, of the White House behind the trees, and and there they are, and and this is this cut takes a couple minutes, and I will stop and go. This Andrew says, stay on the pause button for me, please. This is cut number four. Um, a number to me that says things are good, but that if rates were lower, things amazingly, considering the fight we're having with the Chinese, the good fight, could be even better. What do you think? Well, I reckon that's correct. Um, Money markets and bond markets are expecting uh, monetary policy to lower the target rate, uh, certainly in September, probably October, too. But, Jimmy, I want to go back to these numbers because uh, I watched the coverage this morning among my dear friends and former colleagues. Look, 130,000 is a very solid number, but August is always a quirky month. Usually the print comes in too low for seasonal reasons. Stop. And then it's... Right? You heard heard, uh, Signorella say this uh, in, in a clip we played earlier. So... Everyone, it, everyone knows the August number, the payroll number in August is, is, is a little strange. And I, my theory of the case, having looked at the, at the volatility of various subcategories, is that, is that it's the education number and the, re, and the rehiring of teachers that's causing that noise. Okay, uh, restart. 
um, a number to me that says things are good, but that if rates were lower, things amazingly, considering the fight we're having with the Chinese, the good fight, could be even better. What do you think? Well, I reckon that's correct. Um, money markets and bond markets are expecting uh, monetary policy to lower the target rate, uh, certainly in September, probably October, too. But, Jimmy, I, I want to go back to these numbers because uh, I watched the coverage this morning among my dear friends and former colleagues. Look, 130,000 is a very solid number, but August is always a quirky month. Usually the print comes in too low for seasonal reasons, and then it's revised up. But here's a story. I want to break this with you and uh, David. Here's a story. The household survey, the household survey from which unemployment is derived and tends to be dominated by small businesses, the household survey was up by 590,000, okay? 590,000. This is the third straight blowout month. The average is 373,000 for those two months. And one more, please. The civilian labor force increased by 571,000. This is also the third straight month. The average is 425,000. These are people, Jimmy, that last number, civilian labor force, they're coming out of the woodwork and they're coming back to work. So Pause. household survey. Right. So this is this is a this is a key statistic, right? And 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 because he got an he he does get an advanced look. He's they had it, they had it probably late Thursday afternoon. They seized on that particular point. It's a it's a valid point. Not just because it's one thing. If it was just one number, we'd say, ah, it's just noise, right? Maybe. But it's been going up at this rate for two to three months, and you wonder if that's now not a trend where you're seeing some increase in in local, in small business growth that is that is causing that. Can we continue from that point, please? Out of the woodwork, and they're coming back to work. So household survey of 590,000. It's an unbelievable blowout number. Civilian labor force picks up by uh, 571,000. All I want to say is... Okay. That so that that's that was all he wanted. He, was all he wanted to say, but he did want to say one more thing, which he gets to in a moment. And you, what we'll do is we'll take a break here. We'll tell you one more thing that he wanted to say right after this. You are listening to the King Banyan Show on Business fourteen forty. <laughs> Business 1440 is KYCR, Golden Valley. Message and data rates may apply. Guys, got hair loss? I know what you're thinking. Should I shave my head? Comb it over? Wear a hat? Just stop. This isn't 1970. Keep your hair and your confidence because Bosley, America's number one hair restoration expert, can give you your real, natural-looking hair back permanently. They're giving away an absolutely free information kit and a free gift card to everyone who texts SAVE11 to 85850. Dude, you don't have to look like your dad because this isn't your dad's hair loss treatment. 
People all over the country trust Bosley because they use the latest technology to give you your real hair back. You wash it. You cut it. It's your own real, naturally growing hair. And the best part, Bosley's permanent solution is protected by the Bosley Guarantee. Let them show you for free how awesome your hair could look with an absolutely free information kit and a gift card for $250 off. Text SAVE11 to 85850. That's S-A-V-E-11 to 85850. Message and data rates may apply. Please don't text while driving. If you've been in business more than 20 minutes, you've probably printed your logo on all kinds of promotional products. We all know logos work because they're on everything from the top of skyscrapers to the bottom of shoes. Ever wondered why or how to best use your logo to grow your business? Let us show you today for free. We're 4imprint, promotional product experts at your service. We're giving away the latest issue of Amplify, the digital magazine that reveals promotional product success stories absolutely free to everyone who texts BAG11 to 88988. At 4imprint, we make your logo look perfect on thousands of promotional items. With our 100% guarantee, it'll be right the first time, on time, every time. Your free e-magazine will reveal invaluable insights that can attract new customers, build your brand, and grow your business. Get the latest issue of Amplify absolutely free by texting BAG11 to 88988. That's BAG11 to 88988. Did you know that 81% of Americans have at least one social media profile on sites like Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram? 30% of consumers say they may not buy from a business without social media presence. I'm Nick Anderson, General Manager of Salem Media Group Twin Cities, and I want to introduce you to Salem Surround, the next generation answer to digital marketing for local businesses. Salem Surround can put your company in the middle of the conversation. Call Alyssa for more information at 651-289-4406. When it comes to replacing your windows and doors, ignorance is not bliss. You only want to have to do it once, and you don't want to make a mistake. Great Plains Windows and Doors has been helping homeowners all over the Twin Cities with their replacement needs, utilizing the entire line of Anderson Core product, including the most popular 400 series, which contractors trust the most, and they're made right here in Minnesota. Now that sounds like bliss. For a truly remarkable experience, contact Great Plains Windows and Doors at greatplainswindows.com. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Welcome back, King Banyan Show, Business 1440. 651-289-4477, 651-289-4477, questions, comments, etc., etc., etc. I love that. Uh, we are... We are looking at the job support, and let's take, let's just do one more quick dip with Larry Kudlow. He, we're, Larry, will be back in the second hour with with something, but I, it, it, it gets to something that it gets to something other than the jobs report. But uh, I think this is cut number five, please, Andrew, because this is important. Go ahead and play that cut. Final point here at the intro: American workers are getting paid. Now, average hourly earnings, 12-month change is 3.2%. But in the last three months, average hourly earnings have picked up to 4%, 4.2% at an annual rate. And by the way, that's what the productivity numbers are showing. So look. So that, and that's, if productivity stays at this growth rate in that one and three quarters to 2% range, it's a very healthy number. And what's going to lift people up is this, is, is the fact that if 
you're in a tight labor market. If you look at the data, and I've, uh, we have a new we have a new quarterly business report out due here in the St. Cloud area tomorrow, and it'll be published in the St. Cloud Times. Um, I will tweet links to you with uh, the hashtag pound KBRS to the report so that you can see what we're saying. Um, one of the numbers that we pay close attention to is unemployment insurance claims. All right, that's a that's in many measures uh, where people are trying to create leading indicators. Unemployment claims, initial claims for unemployment are are th- what we use, and that number is at is not f- increasing; it's falling. It's continuing to fall. You do not see businesses, even those fifty eight or forty eight percent of businesses who are not growing. You're not seeing unemployment. You're not seeing unemployment insurance claims pick up because those places are shedding that many workers. What is very fascinating is if you look at my favorite survey, right, the JOLT survey, Job Openings and Labor Turnover Survey, JOLTS for short, we're still in a place where the number of job openings that are being advertised by businesses is greater than the number of people looking for work. And when that's the case... You should see wages grow. It's the, you know, uh, President Kashkari in, in, our, in his comments yes, uh, on Wednesday where I was able to be, a, be the moderator. If you followed us back through Pound KBRS, you would be able to see that. See the, see that. I'll, I'll, I'll retweet that at the, at the uh, top of the hour so you can see what was there and see the entirety of the, uh, of the uh, of luncheon is available from the Minneapolis Fed's website. Uh, you can hear some of the questions that I ask and great questions from the audience. But one of the points he said, and this is the, and one of the points that you'll hear Jay Powell say, and I think I've got a clip to this in the next in the next hour to play for you from his time at the Swiss National Bank, is that is that the connector is wages. If wages rise at this rate, which they should because it's an economy that's working along. This is an economy that's supposed to be adding more jobs but struggling to find workers. Wages should get people to come off the bench. So there is a, there is a connective tissue in this story that connects to theory that says, says we... Businesses that are expanding need additional workers. When there are worker shortages, we see an increase in wages. That leads to further reductions in unemployment insurance claims because businesses want to hold on workers. And we're going to see wages rise, and we're going to see labor force participation rise. If you put that all together, the, this, the connect, this is a story that has the ability to connect various pieces of data that are working together. There is a competing narrative that has data backing it up, which is, look what purchasing managers are reporting. Look at all the information coming out of the manufacturing sector. Look at the trade war. Look at all of that. And put that together, and you have a story that says, the trade war and manufacturing issues, slowdowns in Europe, Brexit, China, all of that is causing a, a slowdown in the manufacturing sector that will eventually spread into the non-manufacturing sector and we're going to head into a recession. 
Both those stories might be right. Both those stories might be right. I tend to think that there's a sufficient amount of data to support the first story over the second. As we were writing the report, I wrestled very hard with the question of, are we, is there enough data here to tell me we're heading into a recession? And I will say, I'm hinting at what, what you'll find in the newspaper tomorrow. It might be online already. Um, I'm hinting to you, eh, I don't think so. I don't think there's enough here to say recession yet. There are things that give me concern, but there's not enough yet to, to put, put me there. Um, and as you'll hear in the next hour, I think the I think the people at the Federal Reserve and I think people around the uh, around the country are coming around to that very same view. You're beginning you're you're beginning to see more and more even central bankers in Europe and in Japan where Governor Kuroda of the uh of the Japanese uh, central bank said longer dated bonds might have fallen a bit too far, quote unquote. Uh and and you you're beginning to see that people are, go, are sort of like, hey, wait a minute. Are we really heading into a recession? I think the jobs report, on balance, provided a story. Not that there's going to be a rate cut this month. I, I don't see how they walk away from that. But we might get another, another month, another uh, the FOMC press conference where we talk about insurance cuts. And not the start of an additional, uh, start of a down cycle of cutting interest rates. It might be two in pause rather than one in pause. But two in pause wouldn't be bad. More in the hour of the Fed coming up next here on the King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Should have done it sooner. That's a comment heard often from satisfied patients at INeedMoreHair.com. Dennis Prager here. If you've been exploring solutions for your hair loss, go to INeedMoreHair.com and see what they're doing for men and women like you. The consultations are free and the results are amazing. You'll be under the care of some of the most experienced hair transplant specialists in the country. Their doctors have given patients from around the world, including notable Hollywood personalities a full head of hair they can do the same for you their technique is so advanced that their results are guaranteed in writing and their prices are the best in the business if you have hair loss don't put this off another day contact i need at their office in egan for your free consultation experience you can trust prices you can afford today is the day to get a permanent solution to your hair loss at i need Want your computer fixed right the first time? Arby's is the place. Hi, this is Randy from Arby's Computer Service. Why is it that your cell phone is replaced every two to three years with no thought about cost, but when it comes to your computer in your office, you try and hold out five to six years or longer to do the same? Arby's Computer Service. 
What is that loss in productivity doing to your bottom line? Do you know that we can sell you a brand new commercial computer that is super fast for less than the cost of your new iPhone or Android phone? Why are you waiting? Call us today. We can be reached at 763-441-3884. That's 763-441-3884. Or on the web at rbsmn.com. Giving your computer problems the boot. Arby's Computer Service. I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO of Wesley Financial Group and timeshare cancellation advocate. I was sued by the largest timeshare company in federal court for simply helping people cancel their timeshare that they had been lied to about. The jury sized me up and came back with a verdict after only 20 minutes. And yes, I won. My husband and I are more than grateful to everyone at Wesley Financial Group. You know, thanks to Chuck and his team, we feel as though a weight has been lifted and we can move on without the worry of a troublesome timeshare. Whether you owe ten dollars to $250,000 on your timeshare, it's my mission to get you out of your timeshare, eliminate your payments, and get them off your back permanently. And we proudly hold an A-plus rating with our Better Business Bureau. Want to learn more about getting rid of your troublesome timeshare? Call Wesley Financial Group now for your free consultation. Call 800-691-9999. That's 800-691-9999. 800-691-99. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.